0: Through sharing our gifts talents and stories you'll obtain the resources strategies and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth step into your authentic self moving beyond your best plan
1: Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. This is Kathleen L with my soul sisters, the Fab Five: Whitney, Willie, Catherine, Ford, and Claudette
2: Hello. Anderson.
1: Yeah. Um, Hello. We're, we're missing,
2: missing Sarah today. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're missing one of our soul sisters, and that's okay. We will still move forward. And today's topic is about what gets under your skin there's often times that we're in places, we're in families, you know, there's, there are things that happen that get under our skin that just seems to create anxiety and tension and turmoil and stress. And there's all kinds of things, maybe even the elections, maybe the holidays, you know, it Mm -hmm. could be most COVID. There are things that get under our skin that tend to Change the way we show up in life. So, we're here today to see some things that have gotten under our skin, to share some of those things, to share with you some ways to maybe move through it and prevent that tension and stress in your life. So, we were talking earlier about family getting under our skins, and with the holidays coming up, (laughs) it's probably a great time to discuss this because we've got Thanksgiving and christmas and all the other and hanukkah and all kinds of other holidays that are coming so there's family gatherings and they may be a little different this year and it may create even more tension this year or not and so by listening here to us today maybe you can come to gather with your family with new tools and resources so you can prevent some of the stresses so Catherine, you mentioned a story earlier would you like to share that with our our listener
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was such a great opening, Kathleen, has had my mind going so much around just, you know, what's happening today with, you know, you hear a lot, you know, about differences of opinion, and, you know, the, you know, people so-calling things, you know, being decisive, you know, not decisive, or divisive, right, divide, or divided, and, you know, yeah, I mean, that was such a great opening because we really, there's so much to relate around this topic of, you know, allowing people to get under our skins, right? Our skin, as the saying goes. And so, you know, we were talking about this and it really had me kind of thinking about it and how it is, how it shows up in my life and doesn't show up. And one of the things reflecting on kind of one of my core values is like, don't sweat the small stuff, you know, and really sort of pick your battles and, you know, I'll come back to that. And so really, you know, so I'm proud of that. That's something I've developed over time. And, you know, I think that living a life of acceptance and embracing unconditional love and sort of an openness, that's very important to me as just a human so anyway, I was thinking, you know, what was a time recently that, you know, I, my story I could share and maybe there's some things that are relatable in that. And that was recently is a situation with my brother and I, and just recently we were together because I went up to his house uh, for a visit with him and his partner who I call wifey and they're, um, and they're four kids and they're just wonderful wonderful, my favorite people to be around. And my brother and I, you know, we have a normal sibling relationship, I think, you know, whatever normal is, but love him so much. We have such a great time. We've been through so much stuff together, so many special, unique experiences. So, you know, I love him in ways like I love no other, you know, I mean, this is my sibling. And so, you know, we get under each other's skin, right? I get under his and he gets under mine. And one of the things, you know, recently being together, this came up for me when I was thinking about the show. And, you know, I feel like, you know, looking back, like sort of that some tension in me around, you know, feeling like when him and I are in conversations together and I have a different perspective than him, he gets mad. Like he gets totally irritated about it. And, you know, just sort of, it's not the coziest reaction, right? So it's that sort of thing. And that, you know, is not comfortable for me. I don't like it. I want there to be more openness and acceptance and love around both of our perspectives on things. And especially, you know, with me, you know, being so committed to like growth and improvement and all that, like. You know, if I love you and I see something and, you know, I feel I want, I, you know, I feel like I need to talk to you about something. I'm one of those people that I do that. Right. I, being real in a relationship is super important to me. And I have so many relationships where because of honesty and true love and openness and conversation, even over uncomfortable things, that actually deepens the relationship. So it's an extra, and, and I love that. And so it's it's like an extra trigger point, if you will, that, you know, I want that with my brother, you know? So so digging into this, digging into the getting under the skin is really about me and the, what I want in the relationship and my conditions around how he's acting towards me, right? And so you dig into this whole thing about getting under each other's skin. And, you know, there's lessons that can be taken from that about ourselves as well. And maybe the very thing that I want from him is I just need to create openness and space for him to have the reaction, you know. And so I, I think that when, when we have situations where people are getting under our skins, there's learnings at different levels for ourselves to grow. And so that was one of my takeaways with looking back at the situation, you know, where I got under I get under his skin, he gets under mine. And it's really just comes about, comes around like these conditions or that we, these wants. And also another is like this openness is around just for me, it's like loving people where they are at. Right. And, Maybe it's not always, you know, the right time to, you know, involve myself or coach somebody or, and really, if it's going to be a negative situation. So there's digging and there's learning for me to take from it. And so that was kind of my first set of thinking around, you know. It's it's a it's it's a trigger for us to look at what's really happening and dig a couple layers beyond just that initial initial surface of oh he ticked, I ticked him off now I'm mad at him you know what can we dig a little deeper into
1: so some of the things that you're saying Catherine is really about when something gets under your skin it's really taking things personally and it really may not have anything to do with you at all there's no sense of of taking on someone else's reaction or response because you, you shared something. So that's a really great lesson from what I heard. And the other thing I wanted to just bring up was, you know, when you walk into a room and you feel that your energy changes, whether it's into work or into your spouse's environment or you know, when the kids show up, when your energy shifts, because of that, is that something that's happening in the room and maybe Claudette you have something to add to that or or not but it's worth thinking about when your energy shifts whose energy is it is it really yours or is it someone else's
2: uh, you know uh, you know me I'm gonna always say look at yourself first right mm-hmm. like everybody goes "Oh I feel weird I need to get away or I feel uncomfortable this. In the beginning, we all think it's something on the outside of us, but I am a firm believer it always starts on the inside of us. And so when you walk into a room, if, if you're feeling awkward, if the energy is feeling interesting, um, you know, seek the truth on that. What do you believe that is causing that discomfort? Uh, so to me, a lot of times it's about power plays. Um, people have perceptions of having more or less power. And then that's where, you know, the getting under the skin, someone will say something, but it always starts with us because when we are in our power, remembering who we are made from creation, you know, we become untouchable. We just do. And the, the, we just don't sweat the small stuff. As Catherine would say, you, you just don't sweat the small stuff. You know, you, you understand Another thing that I learned years ago, I used to take everything so personal. You know, when someone would say something, I was so fragile in the identity that I held for myself. Like it was it was like a three year old, you know, and when someone would say something or make a suggestion, I would go, do they not think I'm doing a good enough job? What is it? And when I got truth on that, I began to see And speaking of brother, I have an older brother who is very opinionated. I love him, but he just is very opinionated. And so I used to not know how to be around that without feeling like he was just, you know, shoving his opinions down my throat, you know. And now I don't look at it that way. I look at it as he loves me enough He may have a fear around something I'm doing. And because he loves me, he's going to take his time to share with me what he thinks the solution is. Whether I agree with this solution or not is irrelevant. I'm going to sit and hold the space for him to share that. And I'm not considering it criticism. I just shifted how I look at it. He loves me enough to share something. And to try to, in his mind, help me or correct something. And because I'm in my power, I don't have to prove anything to anyone. And I can just sit there and allow it and thank him for his opinion, his love, his concern. And I don't have to get all upset about it. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. It makes complete sense. One of the things that I, as you were talking, Claudette, it just like came to me. I'm like, what gets under our skin, is it really judgment? You know, is there judgment coming out from within us uh, of the other person and how they're responding to us or not? And Whitney, um, you know, being in leadership and teaching leadership. And I'm curious on what your take is on that.
4: You know, I, I was thinking about that and the judgment piece, I think, at least for me, is the way I'm seeing it goes back to this concept of should, right? It should be a particular way. I think it should be a particular way. And of course, that particular way is my way. And when it's not my way, then I've got a judgment about it. And then a judgment about the person who made it the way that it is, which isn't my way. And so this is something that I've been working on for quite a while. And I think, you know, Tony Robbins has a couple of things that strike me. And one is stop shooting all over yourself, right? And, And this concept of constantly having it be us thinking about what it should be. The other one is that nothing has any meaning other than that which we give it. And so- I love that one. Right? And if I think a particular way, if I come to a particular conclusion or I have a, a judgment about something, I'm putting the meaning on that, right? And so with- one of you guys with you know I have got a brother and two sisters and my mother I have a husband and in my interactions with any of them any of you anybody period if I'm constantly thinking about how the interaction should go I one I am not in really in the moment of of what it really is and if I'm projecting that it has a meaning, I'm ascribing oftentimes motives to other people that may have nothing to do with where they're coming from. And so, so as it goes to, you know, to the, the concept of leadership, leadership is about relating, And relating and having relationship with people has to be from a place where you're accepting people where they are right now and not what they could be, what they should be, and just accepting what is. And it's a simple thing to say, maybe not an easy thing to do. (laughs) And it's interesting that, you know... (laughs) Maybe it's never interesting, and it is always just simply divine timing. It is that we are having this conversation when we connected in person a couple of months ago. Kathleen, you pulled out a book by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, right? And we were talking about some physical manifestations of things. And over the past weekend, I was like, I need to get this book. I had been thinking about it since then. I was like, I need to get the book. And initially I was thinking about how things are manifesting in my body physically. But when I started to read the book, I was like, this is not about that. And did I name the title? You can heal your life. Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. So I bought that and You Can Heal Your Or Heal Your Body. And then I bought the workbook because I got work to do. <laughs> i got things I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fixing some things. <laughs>
3: Get it, girl. Get it, girl. There's I, nothing
4: that, that needs amazing. to be fixed. Oh, and, and, I don't need to be fixed, but there's some things right. that need to be addressed.
2: Her uh, her <laughs> human body. Her human.
4: There are some things that need to be addressed. I, I, I acknowledge that. Um, and so the concept of just accepting people as they are, as I was reading the book, it just reminded me that over time, you know, we, we come here, this bundle of joy and love, and, you know, giddiness, and life, people, well-meaning, start piling stuff on us, these layers. We take them on as part of our identity. We learn how to interact with people from other people who are interacting with people who are not doing it well, no one's doing it well. And those are our lessons, right? Those are our teachers in this at home, at work, at school. And then is it any wonder that people are constantly getting under our skin, right? Because we're teaching ourselves, we're being taught and we're teaching ourselves that It needs to be some particular thing when in reality it doesn't need to be anything other than what it is. And until we get to that place and just accept what is, accept people for who they are, we're going to continue to struggle with this. And so I think I have made really good progress over the past few years and I think, particularly since Tony Robbins in 2018, just this concept of, you know, stop saying should about things. Louise Hayes says replace that with could, right? And asking the question instead of saying I should do such and such, if, you know, I could do some, how, how could I or how could this go? And If you approach it from that perspective, you will see that it could be all sorts of options. There there are all kinds of different approaches instead of this one thing. And once we get off of that one thing, then I think it actually does become easy to let some of that stuff go, um, particularly as it relates to people.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you, Whitney, it does become easier. And Catherine and and Claudette, like all three of you mentioned that it does become easier once we're aware, once we're self aware. And yet, even though we're aware, shit still happens. (laughs) I have to say one thing that does still get under my skin, even after 10 years is when people complain about their children, like a nonstop complaint, like, It is a constant complaining and it does get under my skin still. And what, why that gets under my skin is because I've lost a child. And while his physical body's not here, his spirituality, you know, his spirit is still here and yet his physical body is not here. And so the reality is he's still around me and his physical body is not here. And so I have had a hard time in the past and it's gotten better And yet that still gets under my skin. And I realized as as the three of you were talking was, yeah, it gets under my skin because I'm comparing and I'm not judging. I'm comparing, which is also judging myself, (laughs) you know, like I'm judging because I've lost a child as you have Whitney and they get to have their children here. And yeah, I'm completely.
4: And how dare they complain, right? Right. So, right. I totally get that feeling. And it's not something I really struggle with now, or maybe struggle no. is not the right word. It's I'm not- aware of it now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm consciously aware of, of when someone's complaining about their child. And so I share that only because we're all human. Like, there's yeah. still things that gets under our skin. Catherine, you mentioned it, you know, as you were in your your brother's environment, you love him dearly. And yet he's still got under your skin because it's that different way of living. And when we are consciously moving through life, then we have an ability to appreciate the differences and not hold any meaning to it at all, which is Whitney's comment about. Nothing has any meaning unless we well, what, what give it other than what meaning you, give, you it. give
2: it. yeah. Well yeah. can I can I just add to that? You know, I read something my former husband used to throw underwear at the bed. Like like in <laughs> and, and I would have to walk over it to get to the bathroom. Like, you know, and it was dirty underwear.
1: No wonder he's your former husband.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, but I read an article from, this is uh, piggybacking on what you just said, Kathleen, you and Whitney. I read an article where this lady was like, her husband had been killed in an accident. Mm. And she said, uh, all the things that used to annoy her get under her skin about him. She right. wishes she could have it. She, yeah. she wishes he would throw his underwear on the floor. She wishes, you know, and that reading that article, I have lost a best friend. I've lost some people that are very close to me. You know, thank God I have not lost a child. I do not ever want to do that. But I do understand loss and sure, tragic, sure. sudden loss. I had a best friend that her dad had gone to pick her up and he was drunk got in a wreck and she went through the windshield of the car and he ran over her. I mean, it was, it was very tragic. And she, I still think of her and feel her today. Like she is always with me. And I, you know, I just, so I started looking at him and everyone can we shift from being annoyed to shift to understanding and seeing the spirit of someone and the true value of who they are. Stop taking things personally. You know, he wasn't laying his underwear at the bed to annoy me. And so I began to shift and go, (laughs) I'll gladly pick this up. And I will, you know, and every time I pick it up, I'm going to bless him. Every time I pick it up, I'm going to bless him. Then you can take that to the next level I started visualizing because we're very powerful with our subconscious, our imagination and visualizing. I visualized walking and it wasn't there anymore. And within two weeks, it wasn't there anymore. Like let's get out of this complaint and upset and trying to control everything, which is exhausting and everybody getting under our skin because they're not like us. Thank God. They're not like me. I mean, how many of me do we need? Not that many. Right. The differences so, make us stronger. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, and and, and it's a honor that. Yes. And yeah, Honor and, the differences, for honor sure. Honor the difference. And, you know, like I said, when someone's saying something you don't agree with, become mature enough to step back and hold the space for them to have their own opinion. You don't want someone to control you, so don't try to control someone else.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, Maybe be a does. little curious. Yes
3: step back in that moment and just get curious and come to We have a couple of questions that you can just go to in the moment that work when you're feeling the feels. Cause in the moment it's challenging. Like let's just be real when you're in the moment of it all. So you can, yeah, it feels it feels
1: like you had an opportunity to be a little curious the last couple of weeks. Did you uh, want to share what your ahas were about little animals that
3: visited you oh my gosh right I know and you brought up the physical manifestation Whitney you know we on Friday we were all talking we have a a book club and we're just finishing up Think and Grow Rich and as we were talking about you know every all of our thoughts our feelings somehow gets physically manifested and that topic always I put a lot of thought into that topic and really in everyday life I think about it as well and I'm conscious of it with how I'm thinking and how I'm living I don't want you know I want some physical manifestations I just don't want but anyway so um, I'm thinking back Friday when we were having our book club conversation I was thinking back to You know that I was at my brother. The story I shared earlier at my brother's house and the whole getting under the skin thing. So you guys, I had a tick that came to physical surface. And so, by the way, I'm from the East Coast, from Maryland. Ticks, it's a bug, it's an insect that is very common out here, but they're one of those bugs that they like. Uh, human blood. Sorry that that grosses you out. But they there, these tiny little insects and they can crawl up on you and you just don't even feel them until they have enough blood in them where you see them with your physical eye. It's so gross. I'm sorry if that just grossed you out. Keep listening. The story gets more interesting. But anyway, so I see this thing. It's on my body at my brother's house. I pull it off of me there. Anyway, the point is, is I am one of those people that I, so when something like that happens, you know, I like to dig into the spirituality of things. And I believe that the universe, God, you know, our guides, our angels, they deliver us messages. I look, you know, numbers, spirit animals, spirit insects in this case, <laughs> um, So all these feathers, different forms, right? And so I like to dig into the spiritual meaning of things like this. The spiritual meaning of a tick is around allowing people to get under my skin and hear this thing manifested at my brother's house on my back and I pulled it off me. And it's just so crazy how, you know, that things physically manifest. So I would suggest... So did that tick story, I don't, maybe that's the last time we'll talk about the ticks because I don't want any more physical manifestation. Well, it
1: it goes to show you that that as we manifest things in our head, in our body, you know, when we hold it all in, we get more and more irritated. We let them get under our skin, you know. And things manifest and, in the principle. Literally, the tick is sucking the life out of you. <laughs> you know, like feeling. literally, the tick is sucking the life out of you. So, yes. you know, we're we're coming to you know the last few minutes of our time, and you know, I ask like, what are you willing to? All of you, you know, like like, what are you willing? What gets under your skin now, and what are you willing to? do to move through that? And does do things still get under your skin? I think it's worth just each of you just sharing, you know, something, your last few words of wisdom.
3: Yeah, I would just say you were all human and I, things get under my skin and I own that. And I think it's very powerful to dig in below the surface of, oh, this this just irritates me or that person ticks me off. Maybe dig <laughs> ticks me off, no pun intended there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dig into the surface because there's it's a good mm-hmm. opportunity to learn maybe more about yourself, where you're at, and to not hold it, to try to clear it. I, I loved Claudette's. A suggestion on in the moment, clearing it, you could look at, see people and fill them up with light. I do that often as like a meditation. So trying to release that negative energy because that will build up and manifest in some physical way, whether it's an insect or an issue with your health or whatever. So try to clear it and also use, use it as an opportunity to learn and grow with
2: yourself. Great. Um, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, I've just, you know, said a silent prayer to the divine show me. Just, you know, when something gets under my skin. Show me underneath the surface, as Catherine said, to get under there. Show me what I believe that's allowing it to get under my skin, because we allow everything. The whole universe is us pushed out, mm-hmm. you know. So, so we're allowing this, and then show me the heart of the person. Show me, like I want to look at people through the eyes of truth and love, you know. That's and so I said, just any time it starts to happen. I feel now where it shifts to grace. I think shifting out a judgment into grace and, you know, just understanding nobody's taking your power. You, no one can take your power. You lay it down and you pick it up. No one can take it. So don't say anybody took your power. You are very powerful. You lay it down and you pick it up when you so choose. And so just standing in that power and just looking upon the other person with grace and allowing them the space to express what they're trying to express in that moment. I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it, but I'm very grateful that what rises in me is the grace and love. And it didn't used to, you know, so that's been my conscious prayer is just, you know, spirit of truth, just right, put that in me and let it rise up and let me recognize when I'm you know spinning under this or getting you know starting to feel a certain way, and let me just be in grace, so that's that's, that's what happens with me
4: Under my skin is a semantic thing, and maybe I have rationalized my way to this place, but I don't feel like things get under my skin anymore and when I think of under my skin, I'm thinking something that's kind of festering and th- that I'm holding on to. I definitely have moments where I'm aggravated, frustrated, and then I am consciously seeking to be in the moment. And so when I realize that that's where I am, to go back and think about what it, is it that I really want. And when I think about one of my overriding life values and goals, peace, It's peace, peace of mind, peace of soul, peace of spirit, not at the expense of never saying anything or expressing how I feel, but that grace becomes one of the most important things in order to get to a place of peace, which is to recognize that people are who they are, Most of the time, they are doing the best they can with what they know and what they have to work with. And I want the same grace extended to me. And so I really strive to, and strive is an overstatement, but I really am trying to live that principle. And so it becomes about just recognizing what's going on and then choosing, intentionally choosing to take a different path. And so, like I said, it, it may, I say it's simple. I think it's actually pretty easy. But if you haven't gotten to a place where it's easy yet, you know, just, just keep moving. One foot in yeah. front of the other and give yourself grace and then extend that grace to other
1: people. I love that. Both giving yourself grace and um, giving others grace. So as we wrap this up, you know, my last thoughts are um, just to wrap it up with all that has been expressed is be willing to have an open conversation without taking it personally. Know that people are where they are and accept them for, for who they are and accept you for who you are always it always starts with you, as Claudette mentioned, it always starts with you. I believe that when I get something under my skin, something irritates me. I know that there's a they are a mirror for me, so what about me and them that I don't like? Um, mm-hmm. uh, should is a word that could be eliminated from our language completely, so where you could do that if you chose. And the quote, nothing has any, any meaning other than what we give it, which is pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. leadership is about relating, accepting people where they are and where you are. And the last is comparing only <laughs> creates more judgment and letting it go. So we love you. We're happy that you joined us today. The Fab Five sisters are amazing. Don't let anything suck the life out of you or get under your skin because you have a choice. Take care and we will see you on the next episode.
2: And you guys are amazing too. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye. Have a beautiful week.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.